Welcome to the Mix Zone. It's a weekly review of news from around the world of Olympic sport, brought to you by Around the Rings. I'm Ed Hula, editor emeritus and founder of Around the Rings. And I'm Gerard Farrick, managing editor of Around the Rings. This week, vaccination policies are under review around the world as the Beijing Winter Olympics approach. And the 2022 World Games in Birmingham, Alabama in the USA aim to be the first major sports event held under the new normal. And the election for a new president of the International Canoe Federation gets a little complicated. And there's a new leader for the Argentina National Olympic Committee. First, uh, Gerard, what to do about the conflict over athlete vaccinations at upcoming events and games? There's, uh, uh, there, there's, there's hardly a common approach. One way calls for vaccinations, and then the other way says athletes don't have to get vaccinations, and that's all going to come to a head again in Australia, it looks like, in a, in a few months here. Yeah, that's right. Uh, the Australian Open, the tennis Open, the first tennis major of the year, is going to be held beginning in January. And the uh, Australian state of Victoria, where Melbourne is, that hosts the tournament, uh, they're going to require every player to be vaccinated. Uh, this could pose quite a problem because uh, the reports are that only about half or a little over half of the players are actually vaccinated. Uh, we could end up seeing, I guess, worst case scenario, a return to the 1970s and early 80s when most of the top players skipped Aust the Australian Open. Uh, it only became a true major later in the 80s, uh, but who knows? We may see something work out between now and then, but uh, many of the top players, Sissipas and, uh, is among them, saying, well, I'll get it if it's mandatory. So well, let's see what happens. Now it looks like it might be mandatory. Um, and then you've got... Beijing, of course, we, we've discussed this before. Beijing is not making vaccinations mandatory, but if you don't get vaccinated, you have to spend 21 days in quarantine once you arrive in China. That's hardly an incentive not to get vaccinated, right? Yeah. Um, so we'll have to see about that. Uh, and then we have coming up the, uh, the uh, junior Pan American Games in uh, Cali, Colombia, coming up in uh, just about a month's time or so. Uh, what's the vaccination situation going to be there? Well, the vac they're, they're calling for mandatory vaccinations for both the junior Pan Americans and also for the uh, World, uh, World University Games, the Winter Games in uh, Lucerne which is going to be held uh, in December. So the junior Pan Americans, late November to early December, and then a few days later, you've got Lucerne. And both of these are requiring vaccinations. Uh, the Lucerne organizers, in fact, said that that was gonna be the only way that they could pull off holding this event was that if they required vaccinations. So now you're looking at a couple of events that are smaller in scale, but still pretty large. You're talking, you're still talking thousands of athletes here. Uh, maybe if those go 
okay, maybe that will be the way forward for some of the major events. And, and ma major, yeah, major events uh, coming up next year besides the Winter Olympics, well, and the World Cup and uh, a track and field world championship would be the uh, World Games taking place in Birmingham, Alabama. Um, and, uh, you know, there'll be a question about how to handle vaccinations there and just the, the location in Birmingham, Alabama, Alabama, one of those states in the U.S. with a low uptake of, uh, of vaccinations among the general public. Yeah, I've been uh, talking with uh, the CEO of the World Games, Nick Sellers, uh, several times here in the past uh, few months, um, starting, I guess, I mean, back in July at the uh, One Year to Go event. And uh, at that point, they were very excited and very positive that, hey, this will be fans back in full attendance. It's going to be great a year from now. And then the Delta variant, you know, came, came a calling. And uh, the last time I talked to him, we were, you know, he's hopeful that it we're going to get out of that and still have plenty of time. And it's still going to happen. You know, everything will still be back to normal with full crowds and everything. Uh, and I guess that's also what uh, the World Games Federation president is uh, thinking will happen. Yeah. And uh, speaking of that gentleman, Jose Perurena, he is also president of the International Canoe Federation. He, by the way, had his own bout with coronavirus in 20. Uh, 2020. Um, and, you know, he's uh, certainly one of those uh, individuals who knows firsthand uh, the experience of the illness and, uh, uh, you know, it brings a, a real perspective to it um, as far as the world games go. But he's also president of the International Canoe Federation. Uh, stepping down this year, though, after I think uh, I think three terms as, uh, as, as president, three or four terms. That was going to be a, uh, a, uh, a foregone election for Thomas Konietzko, the uh, German Federation president. And uh, just uh, in the past day or so, we've gotten word that the president of the Russian Feder Federation of Canoeing, Evgeny Akipov, is going to be uh, running as well for the presidency. A little competition is uh, is is good for the soul, good for the uh, federation, perhaps, and uh, uh, we'll see how that goes. Mr. Arkipov is from Saint Petersburg, which uh, uh, leaders of the city and other sports leaders have their eye on Saint Petersburg as a possible contender for the twenty thirty six Summer Olympic Games. So maybe that's all part of it grand strategy on the part of the Russians. Well, you, you never, you never know, right? You just yeah. never know about things like that. Uh, there's a, speaking of elections, there's a new uh, leader of the Argentina National Olympic Committee. Mario Mocha was elected uh, this week. Uh, he succeeds Gerardo Vertain, who's the IOC member from uh, Argentina. And he's been uh, uh, he he has been a, a a real worker in the vineyard, so to speak. 
for Argentina, uh, representing the uh, NOC at the Pan American, uh, Pan Am Sports Organization meetings at, at other other functions uh, for Argentina. Uh, he's a uh, from the from the sport of uh, handball and uh, a real gentleman, and uh, is uh, going to be a. Uh, likely a, a very positive choice, a very positive successor to uh, uh, Gerardo Verzheim. So congratulations to Mario Mocha, and uh, we look forward to seeing him on the, uh, on the road to 2024, 2026, somewhere along the road to the games here. Uh, speaking of 2026, uh I sounds like everything's going smoothly with it based on the latest uh, IOC uh, report from their COCOM. Yeah, COCOM met this week as well. Sara SCI from uh, Finland, the uh, uh, leader of that group. Uh, you know, they don't have any major decisions uh, pending, uh, but uh, according to her and the uh, comments from uh, Johnny Malago, president of the uh, of Coney, uh, the uh, visit, the inspection this this year by the COCOM, uh, not revealing any any problems, any issues. I understand they've moved into uh, a new headquarters building in Milan, and uh, yeah, things things seem to be going as planned towards 2026 right now. And I guess, uh, obviously, the IOC's biggest concern right now would be Beijing 2022 and making sure that is handled well. But uh, they are going to carve out a bit of time uh, in late November to meet with uh, Salt Lake City and discuss a possible future. Yeah, as we all know, Salt Lake City has put its hat in the ring for a Winter Olympic uh, bid, and they are the candidate of the U.S. Olympic and Paralympic Committee. No question about that. Uh, they'll be uh, entering into the dialogue phase, as it's called right now, where they uh, will perhaps uh, figure out from the IOC whether it's best to go for 2030 uh, or 2034. All right. On that note, uh, I think that's it for this week's Mix Zone from Around the Rings. I'm Gerard Farrick. And I'm Ed Hula. Be listening for the uh, Spanish edition, Zona Mixta, uh, with uh, Sebastian Fest, our editor, and Miguel Hernandez, our reporter. All right. Until then, take care and so long. <laughs>